0: Are you talking shift? We are. It's time for the We're Talking Shift podcast. Now, 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 Here to talk shift, Lori Bishaw. We're talking shift.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 74 of We're Talking Shift, the podcast where I talk a lot of shift. Because when we feel stuck, when it's time to level up, rise to a challenge, or make any kind of meaningful, effective change in our lives, that process has got to begin with a shift in our thinking. That is the antidote to feeling stuck. Today, I'm fortunate enough to have Jordan River back. You may recall that Jordan was here with us a few weeks ago talking about the amazing health benefits of coffee. Just to remind you, Jordan himself is a professional podcast producer with over five shows in production in the field of health and wellness, personal development, and more. His Coffee Health and science podcast serves as one of the world's most cutting edge resources when it comes to information on coffee and health. So if you're a coffee drinker and you missed that episode, make sure that you go back and check it out. It's episode number 69 entitled The Truth About Coffee. I promise you, you will be glad that you did. Today, Jordan is here to talk about something different, something called Lifebook. I went through the Lifebook course in the fall of 2017. And I just fell in love with it. It, it takes a practice that I myself have been doing for 33 years to the next level. Actually, that's not true. It is seriously, it's way beyond the next level. I've been a personal development junkie for about 35 years. Personal growth, health, and fitness of my mind, body, and spirit has been my jam for my entire adult life. So when I come across something that I haven't seen or heard of before, and it is a solid concept that helps me, and I know it's one that will really help others, I am all about shouting it from the rooftops and sharing it. Now, that's all I'm going to say about it right now, because we're going to bring Jordan on, the executive content producer of Lifebook and the host of the Lifebook podcast, to dig into it with him. Welcome, Jordan. It's really good to have you back.
0: Thank you so much, Lori. That was an awesome intro. I, I really appreciate that.
1: Absolutely. Um, Jordan, since since I've done the Lifebook course, and I know how it came about, um being that you're uniquely close and connected to it, I think it'll be much more awesome coming from you. So I would love to begin by having you talk about what Lifebook is and how it was conceived, and then we're going to dig into the details.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, Yeah, so you really hit it on on the head with the intro too. Lifebook is unlike any other personal development course out there because it's authored by you. What Lifebook is, is a Lifestyle design and creation system. It's about envisioning and then achieving your dream life, an extraordinary life, and whatever that is to you. You know, Lori, why it's so impactful, why it's so incredible, why it's unlike anything else out there, is because it's not following the guru model. Um, it's not anyone handing you answers. And, and pe- people know that that's not how life works, right? There really yeah. aren't many magic pills out there that are going to solve all your problems. It really takes personal responsibility, it takes hard work, it takes consciousness, it takes planning, and it takes vision to, to create an extraordinary life. And Lifebook offers you a series of questions, extremely important questions. And then you answer those questions and you collect them in a framework of the 12 categories of life. And it is a revolutionary process authored by you. And it's really, really changing lives now around the world with Mind Valley. Um, our partnership with Mind Valley has been incredible, and I'm so proud to to be part of it, especially with the uh, LifeBook podcast, where we dive deep into all different uh, 12 categories of life, and and it's really, really a um, it's a life changing experience to to be part of the LifeBook community.
1: Yeah, I love Mind Valley. I've been uh I've I've been one of their uh followers and and students. I've taken dozens and dozens of their master classes uh which is how I came across Lifebook myself. Um and so I've I've been a devout fan and student of a lot of the things they do and Lifebook yeah for quite a few yeah. years and, now.
0: Truly, Lifebook is an extraordinary system. And uh, for those who don't know, Lifebook was actually created by my father, John Butcher. My full name is Jordan River Butcher. Um, so my father created Lifebook just on his own, and he realized it was so powerful he had to share it with the world. But it needed to be packaged by an equally um, outside of the box visionary, someone who's eccentric and someone who understands what we're trying to do. Uh, and, and that's what's incredible about the Lifebook model right now is it's actually free. You can go to mindvalley.com/lifebook and see the current offerings they have. But last time they launched Lifebook, it was $500 to deposit. But if you yep. finished it, it's free. And uh, it's incredible because the people who stick with it are the ones getting rewarded by that program. And it's just so incredible. I I, I feel incredibly blessed, Lori. The past mm-hmm. few years have been absolutely extraordinary working with Lifebook and my father and, and now Vision.
1: Yeah, vision is, he's an extraordinary person too. What he's built is amazing. Um, so let me ask you, since this was created by your father, um, is it something then that like he, or he and your mother started having you do at a young, young age, or did you kind of wait until you got to a certain place in your life before you decided that, you know, if that was something you were going to take a very specific approach to, or how did, how did it, you know, come into your life? It was just, you just growing up, it was just natural for you to be doing life book.
0: Definitely. And, and just to give a little bit of backstory, um, My father was a student of Nathaniel Brandon. Nathaniel Brandon was uh, an incredible psychologist and author. He was the father of the self-esteem movement, the real self-esteem movement, the real research surrounding self-esteem, not what it's kind of morphed into today. So I remember growing up and hearing them talk over dinner and talk about this personal development stuff. And that's really what Lifebook started as is my father's collection of his personal development notes. And he organized it into different categories to make it easier to understand. And he started adding pictures and really defining his beliefs and his vision. That's really uh, where Lifebook came from. And at that time, I was a young teenager. So I was around when it was being created through the course. I was the youngest person to go through Lifebook at the time at 18 years old, surrounded by people who were way over my head right. in, my, in my class. Um, But it was it was incredible. Uh, I I was the youngest person at the time. And then my little sister, Jade, uh, people know her who have been through Lifebook. She actually broke that record at 16. So we're actually working on a Lifebook for teens. Uh, But to answer your question, yes, it's kind of been present in my life, just the Lifebook framework and the lens and the personal development framework. This idea that you're in control of your life. There's so much disempowering messaging out there. We're here at Lifebook to tell you an empowering message, which is you're in charge of the way you spend most of your free hours. You have the power to change your life. You have the power to d- design your life and craft it as you see fit. It's one of the most incredible powers uh, that, that's been mm-hmm. given to man by God or the universe or whatever. And we're here to help you express that in any way that you see fit.
1: Yeah, I I love that. You know, When I did... Um, sometimes when people ask me if I'm if I'm talking about this, like with one of my clients or just a friend or a family member um, and they say, well, you know, what exactly is it? Uh, I, one of the ways I say, well, in a nutshell, it's kind of like a vision board on steroids because it's <laughs> a pretty good way to put it. Yeah, because it, it really is. When I literally did my first vision board in 1987, long, decades before they became the the trend du jour, right? Before it was and, cool, yeah. Yeah, way before it was cool. It, it was the 80s. I mean, this was not this was just not the trending topic at the time. You know, there and there was no internet and and any of that then. So, I was um, came across doing a vision board or what was called a um, a wheel of fortune. I think in the book that I was reading, it was a spiritual. And when I did mine, I divided it into four categories, um, and that's just what it wasn't suggested. It's just the way that I did it. Um, so the life book thing is so cool because it really gets into the nitty gritty of, you know, by dividing your life up into 12 categories rather than four. And I think one of the things that is so important about that is, like you said a minute ago, it really... Um, it really helps you understand that you have so much control over every aspect of your life, every aspect of it. And I think that when people, I think people get the feeling that maybe they have control over some things like, uh, you know, what they're going to eat for dinner, what they're going to put in their mouth or how much or how little they're going to exercise. But I think that they selectively choose what they think they have control over. And, And this really... Sort of you know, says no, not so much. Here, if we really break down all the areas of your life into these categories, you have a lot of control, all the control, really, over every single aspect of it, not just the ones that you you know pick and choose.
0: Well, I think we all have our own limiting beliefs for whatever reasons and are kind of untouchable parts of our life. But when you approach it objectively, And this is something that Dr. Joel Wade has said, who's worked with Lifebook for a long time, another student of Nathaniel Brandon. He said, you can't control everything in the world, but if you start focusing on things that you can control, just putting all of your effort towards things you can control, stop worrying about all those other things, see what you can control, put effort towards that. When you start to do that and kind of use that logical thought process, your control expands at how much you can control. Humans are powerful glory. Humans are incredibly powerful. And for some reason, maybe the media or society likes to focus on our ills so much. And I think that's really doing some harm. There needs to be more of the story told of all the incredible things that people are doing, big and little, to, to make their lives better, to make the lives around uh, of those around them better, and, and to to create an extraordinary life, what has now become an extra- something you can be proud of.
1: Right. And I know that you talk about, um, you know, living an extraordinary life. So let's expand on that a little bit. So when you say living an extraordinary life or living uh, life holistically too, just talk a little bit about that.
0: Sure. Yeah, I think I think we all have examples of people in our lives who excel in one area or another. And and that's extraordinary in its own right. You know, Um, you'll see someone who's in very, very good shape or someone who's succeeded at business and they're very, very wealthy. And and we can look up to those people. But what you'll also find with a lot of the time, when it it comes to people like that, who have really succeeded in one area of their life, you'll notice that it comes at an expense of a different area of their life. So maybe the very wealthy businessman doesn't have a great relationship with his wife or his kids Mm -hmm. because of how much time he spent. It's a very common story. You know what I mean? Some after their own health and fitness all the time might not have the best handle on their financial life. It's a very, very theme in life, but occasionally, I don't even want to say how often, I don't know, one in 200 people maybe, I don't know, occasionally you'll see people who have it so together in every single area where they do have the good body, they've got money in the bank and a loving relationship with their wife and their kids, they're happy on a regular basis. They've got a good character. They don't lie. They're spiritually fulfilled. It's very, very rare, but occasionally you see these people. They're kind of the unsung heroes of life, I feel.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: those are people who are living a balanced, holistic life. And honestly, I've been kind of studying and pursuing happiness for quite some time, my whole adult life, essentially. And those are the people that are happiest. Those are the people who I would consider live the best life, you know? yeah Wade again i'm I'm going to talk about him a lot because he's very influential to me and and anyone who wants to learn more just the mastering happiness podcast he talks about something called eudaimonia it's the greek word for happiness essentially but it translates to many different ways and this is the word the word that the greatest thinkers arguably the greatest thinkers in humanity the socrates and the plato's of history this word eudaimonia is what they believe to be the end goal of life, the ultimate achievement. It translates to a good life, the good life. It translates to success at living. It means being happy. It means being fulfilled, deeply satisfied on mm-hmm. a regular basis. And when you see these people that have their life covered on all these bases, that's the life they live.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's going to be different for everyone because, you know, happiness and success has a different meaning for for different people. So you, 100%. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. So the, the, uh, the idea that, you know, you think that you need to, uh, the envy people have of other people and comparing yourselves to other people and, and thinking that if you have what they have, if you can do what they do, then you will be happy and successful is such a, it's such a misnomer and it's such a prevalent, um, I don't want to say. Yeah, Mental exactly. Trap. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's almost a, like a disease. It really is. It's it's because it's infected people. It's contagious. Yes, that's
0: exactly right. Yeah. We've, yeah. Th- that's a problem that we've crafted with our society, because, listen, if if you want to dig into happiness and eudaimonia what that, that doesn't come from. One single part of your life excelling. It doesn't come from a lot of money in the bank. There's so many examples of rich and famous individuals who are more miserable than you could ever think of, even though mm-hmm. you might be struggling to pay the bills.
1: Mm-hmm. There
0: is no what what you the most, This is the magic of life right here. It comes from cultivating your closest relationships. It comes from uh, being in tune with nature and God and the universe. It comes from living a healthy life. It comes from living a life of integrity. It comes from building meaningful projects that you can be proud of in the long run, a deep underlying satisfaction and all that stuff I just listed. It's not easy. That's why people, most people don't want to hear message because it's hard work. Those are all, those are all really hard things I just said, but that's how you cultivate a good life. That's mm-hmm. how you cultivate true, lasting happiness. And it's a lot of work. So with Lifebook, it's incredible because you can put it all down. You can write it all out. It's so hard to keep everything in your head, right? Who, who has the mental capacity to do that? So right. Lifebook allows you to write it down, categorize it, so you can actually review it and, and see if you're on the, the correct route for your roadmap to your life vision. Yeah. That's really that's yeah. the secret to life, I
1: Well, it is. I think um, it starts with, you know, even having a vision because I think um, there are a lot of people that are only thinking from Friday to Friday and they don't really think about, you know, what, how they want their life to unfold, like the whole thing, like the whole shebang, you know, not just, you know, what's going to happen next Friday or maybe, you know, what your your New Year's resolution is going to be. It's like, how do you want, how do you want to actually do life? and so having something like lifebook in the way that it's really carving out every category and it's asking you you know to to go through a process that I'll have you talk about with each of these categories really forces a person that really wants it. it forces you to get a very good vision of what you think is going to make you happier, what you think you want to achieve or experience in life. Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. And I'll tell you, Lori. here's the danger. Like you said, you're either in survival mode, but even if you're lucky enough to be out of survival mode, the problem with not having a life vision is that if you don't have your own life vision, if you don't have your own roadmap, someone else is going to sell you theirs. Yeah. That's what's, that's what's dangerous about, about uh, just kind of wandering through society, whether it's your preacher or your teacher or whoever it is, someone's going to sell you their their roadmap. Corporations, for, for God's sake, if you yeah. walk into a store, you, they're, they're trying to get you to walk out of there with a brand new this, a brand new that. There are people pulling you left and right constantly trying to buy for your attention, your energy, and your money. And if you don't have a life vision. If you don't have a roadmap, you're going to get totally taken off course. You're going to wind up somewhere, but it's not going to be the destination that you wanted or intended, most likely. It's going to be random. Yeah.
1: Yeah the the uh the brand the big brands the marketers and the influencers in society will will grab your attention and they will sell you what they're trying to sell you whether it's you know the lifestyle that relates to their product or you know fill in the blank um you're right it's going to happen by default or it's going to happen by uh, somebody else just managing you through your life and yeah then at the end of the day there you are going wow I you know I used to you know when I was when I was eight, I had all of these uh, ideas about what I wanted and now here I am and nothing nothing happened right. and you know and you got to realize people listening here if you don't if you don't make a decision now about what it is it it doesn't just magically happen you really have to get a clear clear vision of what it is and then figure some things out so so Jordan you um, Tell us how, how having this crystal clear life vision helps people achieve their dream and how the Lifebook process, it helps with that.
0: Well, first of all, Lifebook defines your vision clearer than anything else. Like you said before, there are lots of good, let, let's be honest, there are some great uh, personal development classification systems. They help you organize your life. But who would be crazy enough to do 12 categories? I mean, it Mm, sounds like a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Mm -hmm. But the reason why there are 12 categories is because it's comprehensive. You've got to define your life vision down to the detail, down to the pixel. That will help you not only feel it, but actually help you manifest it. So with Lifebook, there are 12 different categories. Um, And I can run through uh, a few from right now. Things like health and fitness, intellectual, emotional, emotional character, spiritual, love relationships, careers, finances, parenting. We go all the way down the line and it mm-hmm. all adds up to the 12th category, which is your life vision. And you not only define your vision with each category, this is maybe the main reason that I love life book. You define your beliefs. You yes. define your premise about this. Not many people sit down and, and think, what do I believe about my intellectual life? What do I believe about the character of a human being and what that what that means to them. I mean, this is really profound stuff that really everyone should be doing this work. Yeah. Um, but you define your beliefs, you define your purpose. My God, people people don't connect with their purpose nearly enough. Why are you doing the things you want to do? That could drastically change your end goals. That could drastically change how you spend the hours of your days if you really, really connect with your purpose for each of these categories. Yeah. So first of all, Just defining your life vision, the very first step of Lifebook down to the pixel is absolutely game changing. It's it's that alone is is worth the the entry fee. So I I, I can't stress enough how clear it is, how important it is to clarify your life vision. But then also you have something to measure against. Right. Um, If you if you're not measuring your goals, if you're not measuring whether or not you're moving towards something you desire, that's that's really tough. You know, uh, not mm-hmm. only does that allow you to see how you're doing, but the measurement itself will accelerate you. That which is measured improves. Uh, mm-hmm. Mathematician Carl Pearson said, "Absolutely true." And so mm-hmm. I think that's also ex- extraordinarily important.
1: Well, and the other thing is, a lot of people that are doing, um, you know, their their vision boards and and mapping out, they're they've got it carved into, you know, kind of one their their vision or their couple of things you know I, I want i want this house or i want to be able to travel or i want this much money in the bank you know the usual things which are which are great there's nothing wrong with those things but um right. so many so many of those things if you don't understand your beliefs around them um you know you're going to have conflict you're going to you're not going to realize that you have some sort of, of of a deep belief that you may not even realize. It may not even be in your conscious awareness that is um, prohibiting you from actually moving toward that stated goal. So I think that that is such an important thing, um, right? Asking people about their beliefs uh, around each category. And then the other thing about that is, um the categories really have to be broken down into these sections because if you just have the one kind of one big here's my vision board and you've you've splashed a bunch of you know maybe materialistic things up up there um it, you're really missing a lot of the key components that are going to help you achieve any of those things
0: absolutely that's absolutely right. And and that's why Lifebook goes a little bit deeper. And you know what it does is it synergizes everything. Yeah. You realize how these categories play with one another. Like you said, how they may inhibit one another. You lift one category up and it lifts the others along with it. There's really incredible things. It's a very left-brained visual process. There's actually an assessment that you can take to see where you're at in your life right now and then where you are after the course. And spoiler alert, people post you know huge mm-hmm. improvements just by going through the the online course so mm-hmm. it's, it's really really quite incredible and what the other thing that lifebook synergizes is all your goals your goals and your habits Lori. that's what defines who you are as a person and when you can take your five-year life vision about how you want your life to be like in every area your finances your relationships your health your intellect your character when you can take that five-year life vision And connect it with a golden thread of consciousness down to the year, down to the quarter, down to the month, down to the day to make sure that the stuff that you're doing in the next hour is in cohesion, is congruent with your life vision. That golden thread of consciousness that connects you to your five-year life vision is the lifebook process and it is absolutely unrivaled in its efficacy.
1: Yeah, no, you're you're so right. That is awesome. Um, I love how you phrase that—the golden thread of consciousness. Now, for people that are going, what exactly does he mean by that? Um, can you can you give us a little bit more of an explanation? Well,
0: it's really simple. Your your daily habits are going to make up what you did that day, and how your days compile throughout the week are going to make up how you did that week, and that month, and that quarter adds up to that year adds up to your five-year plan, is what you're doing right now going to serve your life vision in five years? In other words, most people are just toiling, like you said, day to day, you know, getting from paycheck to paycheck. Whereas life bookers, we're thinking five years ahead in everything we're doing because we've sat down and we've written down what that five-year plan looks like and we've written down what it's gonna take this year to get that plan done. And we've, we've written down what it's gonna take this quarter to get that plan done. And we have accountability groups wrapped around what we're going to actually be doing this week. Mm -hmm. So you're basically, you're basically transcending your next five years with what you're doing through the life book process and making sure that everything lines up. And it is so much easier to make the correct choices when you have that consciousness connecting you to your five year vision. When you have a vision for how, how you want to look, you want to look good. You want to be healthy for your kids in 5 right. years. Do you think it's yeah. going to be easier to put down that donut if you're 5 years ahead in your consciousness or if you're just going day to day and you're going, "Oh my god, I'm tired and I'm hungry and that donut looks good." Who do you think's going to have an easier time? It's it's Yep. It's a different way of life. That's why we call it living the lifebook lifestyle.
1: Right. Because you really become very conscious of every decision that you're making throughout every day. Is this decision is what I'm about to do moving me toward my my stated goals and my vision or is it moving me further away absolutely
0: and And there's no tool like it. and listen I don't want it to seem like it's all wins too lifebookers we fail together too like we're mm -hmm. human we're totally human and that's part of it like the 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 failures are part of the process as well but lifebook is like having a secret weapon it's like having a tool you have a better chance your odds go up It's, it's just a more efficient effective way of living
1: yeah, I I like effic- efficiency, being being efficient and being effective at at you know the energy that you're putting out and the, the just the way that you're spending your time is is important. Oh. Otherwise, yeah, it's That's just the name it's, of the game. yeah, it's it's too easy to just fritter it away, and then you're you know you're looking back on, wow, what did I do with all of those days and hours and weeks and months? Um, I could have, when I could have, you know, had I done A, B, and C, I would be here now, but somehow I just didn't do it. And this really helps exactly. you stay the course. It does. Uh, so I'm glad though that you said about failing too, because I looked back at the, um, my, my life book and I hadn't looked at it in a little while. And I, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm right on, I'm on point there. I'm on point there. And then i come up against something. I was like, ooh. I kind of dropped the ball there. (laughs) So it's nice to go back and then just remind yourself, um, you know, what your stated goal was and then reassess and go, is that still it or did I, did I fail or drop the ball or did I not make progress because I kind of changed my mind and decided I needed to go on or wanted to go in another direction? Or did I just, you know, slack off and, and now I have these reminders of, you know, what I was thinking at the time when I was passionately doing this? And then you get back on course. It,
0: totally. it's,
1: yeah. Absolutely. And it's a it's a fl, so it's a fluid thing so that, you know, people know that because as we go through, um, you know, different challenges and different phases in our lives, sometimes the things that we you know, wanted last month or last year or two years ago, it, it changes. And it's OK then to go in and update and change your your life book.
0: Oh, yeah. And some people live in their life books. And that's the thing. Just going through the program you're going to see the world through lifebook lenses and you're going to be changed even if you don't do work in your life book. Um, but I'm glad that you talked about this because the number one thing I wanted to bring up was kind of exactly what you just said, which is reshaping failure. I think mm-hmm. that failure is, it's got a negative connotation. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't apply to many of the things that we're talking about when we talk about moving through life, navigating through life. So the first yeah. thing I want to say is, a lot of it is adaptation. A lot of it is change. Uh, things change in life. Like you said, that's that's not a loss. You, you should never take that as a loss. Yeah. But even the ones where you did have a goal and did them, I'd like to offer something up to the listeners that may help them reshape those failures because we're we're so fixated on numbers and wins and losses, right? I said I was going to get this number and I didn't. Let mm-hmm. me offer you a different way of looking at it. It's called having a growth based mindset instead of a fixed mindset. So instead of fixating on that number that you didn't reach, I want you to ask yourself one simple question. Did you grow from the experience? And it doesn't matter how bad the loss was in your book. I mean, failed business venture, uh, Mm -hmm. messy divorce, ruined relationship as you want it to be. There's one question you should ask yourself. Did you grow from the experience? Did you learn from the experience? Did you gain experience points as a person so you can move forward and level up? That's the only important question moving forward because you can dwell on results all day. It's not going to do you any good. The question is, did you grow? And if the answer is yes, then it wasn't a loss. It was right. a win.
1: So I, agree. I, Absolutely. I really encourage
0: to, to, for people, because I mean, think about in anything, right? In business, uh, in, I, I play poker. It's the same exact thing. You can you can disassociate yourself from the outcome and then ask yourself afterwards, did I learn and did I grow? And if the answer is yes, then that was a win. Don't count it as a failure. Take my advice. Count that as a win.
1: You guys, when I say excellent information, I really, really mean it. All of you manifestors and vision borders and law of attraction mindset kind of people, this is next level shift. I'm not kidding. If you're new to this kind of thinking and even just a little interested in your own growth and shaping your future, I really encourage you to look into Lifebook. Trust me, it is a game changer. So thank you, everybody, for hanging out with me and Jordan today. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't yet. And it would mean a lot to me if you would take just one quick minute to rate this episode, if you found it valuable. Also, don't be greedy and keep all of this great information to yourselves. Please help spread this good shift around by sharing it with your friends. Until next week, stay feisty, my friends, and go make some epic shift happen in your life. You too, Mr. Gary Bee.
0: The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to desantisprod at gmail.com.